Hey people, welcome back to the Revival on the Air Today podcast. Today I have two people with me, which is the first time I've interviewed two people at the same time, so hopefully it goes okay. I'm sure it will go great. Uh, I have uh, with me Thelma and Louise. (laughs) Not really Thelma and Louise, but they've recently... (coughs) I have Liz and Louise with me today. Uh, Liz and Louise have recently had a trip away. Yes. To Papua New Guinea. To PNG, Garoka. Which is a pretty unusual place to go away for a holiday. Um, And I remember I I went a couple of years ago and I had a whole bunch of people going, why did you go to PNG? That just seems weird from a holiday perspective. Yes. Yes, had a lot of people say the same to me. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. So why? What What was the reason? Well, mainly for me it was to support Liz but also to have an adventure to see, you know, other countries and other people and their love for the Lord and, yeah. and get the feeling of um, that enjoyment. Yeah. So you went to a place called Goroka, which yes. is where whereabouts, that is, whereabouts is that in Papua New Guinea? It's uh, Midland, so mid, midway up. Yeah. I think it sits at about uh, twelve or 1,300 feet. Yeah. Um, so Port Moresby being down sort of towards the bottom. It's sort of you travel up into the Midlands. So it's not highlands, but <laughs> it's in the middle. So, yeah. Mm. Bit and cooler, which was good. Was probably, I remember we went. We only went to, to Port Moresby and it was, a, it was pretty hot there. It was yeah, warm when we, we got to Port Moresby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were pleased to get to Garoka. Yeah, <laughs> so we had two days at Port Moresby uh-huh. and then internal flight to Garoka. Yeah. And so the main reason for going is that uh, they have a large rally convention, not sure... Probably rally. Rally. Definitely rally. Definitely a rally. Mm. Uh, And uh, and so that was held at Garoka? Garoka, yes. So all the provinces of all of PNG, uh, as well as some of the outlining islands, come um, to the rally. Yeah. So this is and so this is obviously part of the revival fellowship of which we were we were a part of. Yes. Uh, So how many people? Do they estimate that were there? They 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 thought at the end they had about forty. I think about that was the first day. Yeah. They had about twenty three thousand saints and yeah. twenty thousand observers. So mm. people who weren't in the church, yep. correct? Um, but as the rally went on, more um, saints from all around PNG came as well. Mm-hmm. So um, they ended up, I think, at something like thirty thousand. Saints at the camp that they set up for the for the travels yeah. in. Um, so yeah, probably probably about thirty five thousand people from PNG itself. Yeah. And then obviously every day you had people coming and watching yeah. what was going on. That's extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah. I heard a number that there's about 90,000 people in our church fellowship over there. Is that still sort of around? 100,000. Yeah. 100, yeah. It's 100,000. Um, <laughs> but if you talk to Pastor Godfrey, who's the principal pastor, yeah. he says that that's not enough. <laughs> of course it's not. <laughs> Never enough. <laughs> Never enough. He wants the whole of PNG Absolutely. to come under his umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a pretty amazing testimony, actually, from compared to many yeah. other churches that are over there in terms of the the impact that it has on people's lives. Uh, because you know, obviously, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, we're just following mm. the Bible just like it was in in the yeah. New Testament in the I Book think of Acts. That's what I wanted to say mm. because my husband and daughter and son went seven years ago, and 
and they told me about that. And for me, that's what I wanted because you don't really see that here. No. But so to go to a country where they have really nothing but God, they yep. don't have medical attention that like we have, they have to turn to God. So for me, that was what I wanted mm. to see the Bible really truly working and mm. they believe wholeheartedly in miracles and, and really trust that the Lord's there for them. Mm. And that's, yeah, it was wonderful. It was life changing. I think, and and I, I think when I came back a couple of years ago, I had the same revelation that mm. people already believe in God over there, mm. but it's, it's just about showing yeah. them the the right way yes. according to what's in the scriptures. And it's not, a very Christian based country, yes. which mm. surprised me. Mm. Even though they still have a lot of um, uh, witch doctors. Witch doctors. Yes. Within the villages um, and those sorts of things, they still have a strong belief in God. Mm. Mm. And so, it's, as you said, it's just them finding the right path um, to um, the scriptures mm. and salvation message. Yeah. Um, but they're very, like Louise said, they're very willing to, to just believe it. They, they have this childlike faith that what they hear and what they see will happen to them, and it does. And it does. And it, does. <laughs> and it, it actually does. does. Yeah. Like, it's just 100% yeah. for them. Mm. And that's and that's where, you know, when we think about the faith as it's described in the Bible, that's mm. exactly what mm. we see. We yeah. don't have – they're not clouded by all of the other options available to them if they've got a medical condition. Correct. Uh, I yeah. When I came back, I, you know, I was explaining to someone that here, if we have a medical condition we've got plan a plan b plan c C, we've got all these Mm -hmm. plans and often our uh, our healing or or our miracle comes after we've exhausted all those other things Mm. and then we actually truly give it over to god Mm -hmm. whereas over there they don't have plan a b c d and a god is plan a god's plan a b c and d (laughs) (laughs) it's everything to them so yeah Yeah, it's pretty it, it is it's pretty amazing um one thing I noticed too with the people, like um, when they received the Holy Spirit, you could see the happiness mm. and you could see the saints, you could see the ones that were spirit-filled yeah. and speaking in tongues and had that peace of God in their heart and that smile on their face and their eyes twinkled, yeah. where if you saw an observer, you could tell straight away that they didn't have God did, in did, their lives yeah. because it, it was black and white. Mm. There was no... Make believe, no grey matter. Like it was either you have the peace and the love of the Lord, or you have the world yeah. in your heart. And yeah. You and can really <laughs> see that. And it's not like you know all those people. It's not like you no. know that. Hey, you know this person's in, you yeah. know, in the, church. The this testimony, the testimony stands out so much there. Yeah. Um, as Louise said, from the look on their face, but also the um, what Pastor Godfrey says is clean on the inside, clean on the outside. So mm. once they're spirit filled, he expects them to. Um, look a certain way and, and you could see that throughout um, the people when you were walking around the rally. They were the ones that um, had no, were clean shaven for the men. Yeah. They had nice clothes. They were, mm. you know, respectable looking people mm. compared to a lot of others that were, you know, not. <laughs> yeah, that's well. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Mm. So, so you got to Port Moresby, spent a couple of days there. Yes, so we spent got there on the Saturday from mm-hmm. Brisbane and um, so Saturday night there and then we had the Sunday meeting at the Nine Mile, they call it, because it's nine miles from town, yep. um, in the very large hall that was built by a lot of Adelaide Saints actually. Um, there would have been around about seven to 8,000 people there 
that communion. meeting for communion. Um, and, and, and that's just a regular weekly. That was probably a little bit lower than normal. Ironic, <laughs> because people that, already started yes, going up there. Yes, a lot of them had already left. So, because um, getting to one of those rallies for a lot of people isn't just a matter of jumping on a plane and getting no. there. Often they're walking, walking for days. Yes, walking or on the back of a truck, truck, um, or um, in a bus. But a lot of them walked. Yeah. I met, um, I met this guy when he was over there, and uh, I was just we were just talking about his you know, testament and how he came to know God, and then I asked him where he lived, and so I had this little map, and I pulled out the map, and he showed me, and I think he lived up near Mount Hagen or up mm-hmm. that way, yes. up in up in the mountains. Yes. Uh, and I said to him, oh, "How long did it take to get?" And he said, five, five days." And I said, "You walked here for five days?" He went, "Yes." And I said, "Oh, where did you come down?" He said, "Oh, down this track," and I said, "Oh, is that the?" That looks like the Kokoda Trail. And he went, yeah. I said, so you walked the Kokoda Trail to get to the rally? He went, yeah. I said, gee, I know a bunch of Australians who've done it. And they say it's really hard. And he went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah. You know, They're very that. tough people. Yeah. <laughs> They're very tough people. I mean, we met some saints from Leigh, which is um, on the other side mm-hmm. from where um, Garoka is. And I said to them, you know, um, how did you come? And he said, oh, yeah, we walked. And so I said, "How long did that take?" Oh, yeah, a few nights. Like they just, it, to, it, they just do it, yeah. and and, and the, that's whole, the whole assembly. the whole lay assembly yeah. came to the rally. Yeah, the whole everyone, yeah. not one person stayed behind. Wow, and that's why they have thirty thousand people there. That's yep. thirty five thousand. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, and so then you, how did you get up to Goroka? Ah, uh, internal flight. Okay, just yep. a little plane, little twin, cheaters. twin jet. We cheaters. We were. <laughs> well, it was good though. There was what twenty five of us on the plane. There was about another four other people. Was there, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We so pretty, we just, we like, pretty much took over the plane. <laughs> so it was a little plane. Yeah, yeah. Little, little twin, little twin, prop plane. twin prop plane. Yeah, okay. it was well, so yeah, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple of. Big beefy guys, you know, from one from Darwin and uh, one from Western Australia, and they were so scared. <laughs> <laughs> we had to hold their hands. <laughs> no, it was all good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. And so, so in Goroka? Mm-hmm. First was, day? Yeah. First day, we got put on the buses and taken to a rally point where they were going to do a parade, a march through the streets. And so this is Pastor Godfrey's, if you think of it in a like a chief and a tribe type situation, which they are still quite tribal, Absolutely. Um, it's the beat of the drum. So they all march for, we march, we were told 10 minutes, but two we're talking hours, PNG, it's PNG like time. two and a half hours <laughs> <laughs> of walking through the streets and basically calling to people to come to the rally mm. on the way. So all the provinces marched, so all the all the saints. So you would have had like 15,000, 20,000 people mm. marching in this parade. And by the time we got there, we probably picked up about ten to 15,000 observers right. that just, followed. Just going, Just wow, followed what's, what's going on. Yep. And he put us as the white people up at the front of the parade. I think I've heard him use the term white, white bait. White bait, <laughs> yes, with a big smile on his face. He loves it. Because especially in Goroka, they don't see a lot of white people. It's not a tourist destination. Yes. So um, he said that as soon as they see something, see mm-hmm. white people, they want to know why they're here, yes. why they involved with these people. Fair enough. And so they 
um, they come, they follow, and they did. They just started walking and following us as we were calling out to them. And we learnt a few PNG terms that they would understand. So, um, wow. so yeah, it was good. It wow. was good. It was good. It, it was, was fun, wasn't it? it? Was like fun. it, it was long, but it was fun. We did hot and hot, <laughs> but it, we'd do it again in a heartbeat because yeah. we were given the option to go on the bus and stay on the bus or walk. And Louise and I both chose to walk it. Yeah. So, yeah, if most, you want to miss most out, most of them did. There was only a couple, and then some halfway got on the bus because it was a long way. Yeah. I think we did every street in Garoka actually. Oh, <laughs> well, well, sometimes I think it was twice. You know, like because <laughs> last time when we actually drove it, it was like five minutes, yeah. but we took two and a half hours. Yeah. So I think they took us on the long way. Yeah, <laughs> it was good though. Now you didn't stay, so they basically create a camp for all they of the do. visitors to come. Yeah, it was, it was um, it was actually, 15 minutes out of town. Yes, yeah. and it was actually land that belonged to someone who isn't in the fellowship. Yeah. Mm. And so they basically created from nothing. Yeah, yeah, it was, well, in what we call here humpies. So yeah. they basically just um, built this frame that they put uh, – a tarp, like the army frames, mm-hmm. I suppose. So great big long tarp, a frame with tarps over it and then some of the um, brethren would um, have tents inside of that or just sleep and they had their fires inside. And, yeah, and, yeah, and there was just row after row, after row, row after and row. Um, they had no running water and their toilets was just basically framework with the black tarp wrapped around it with a hole in the ground. Yeah. Wouldn't have liked to sit there in the hot heat of the day (laughs) it would have been a bit sweaty but yeah you know but the brethren they didn't they were fine they were happy they were just happy we went out um to the camp on the first day that we arrived and um that was a a very emotional time especially for me um because they all they wanted to do was shake your hand and hug you and and they treated you like you were royalty and, and, you know, I tried to explain to them that we were actually equal. There was, mm. There's no difference between them and I. We're both, mm. you know, we've both one body. We've got the spirit of God and, and um, just because we live in two different countries, we are still, still one yeah. and it was, but it was really good. But you could just, there was, you could see people for 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 miles, <laughs> it felt like miles anyway. They were just everywhere, and they, and they loved loved us being out there. And they cater for them too. Mm, they have, um, they had. Well, this particular land had some already buildings there that they were using as a kitchen, where they were just cooking them rice and um, spinach. Oh, I don't know whether it's uh, yeah, spinach it's or like a, it's like a spinach. Yeah. We would say say spinach, but it's a little bit different as they're greens. They just call them greens yep. and noodles. Uh, noodles, noodles and roast and roast pork yeah. or pork boiled. I think maybe not roasted. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, just basic mm. foods. basic food. Mm. Yeah. That's a, that's a massive effort to cook for thirty thousand yeah. people or twenty thousand. Yeah, they people. did a really Absolutely. good job, though. Yeah, mm. yeah, they did. Well. We. They had a similar camp in Port Moresby when we were there a couple of years ago. And so we decided, there was three, three of us guys who decided that we're going to go and sleep out there for the night. We thought it would be a great experience. And we got out there and the place was packed and we couldn't, and there was no sort of spare beds or anything. So they decided they were going to kick a couple of the leaders out of the tent and make them sleep outside. And we said, no way, we're not going to do that. So we ended up sleeping in the back of the van. But similar sort of setup. Um, yeah, cooking for but they would have happily people. done that for yeah. you. Oh, yeah, you know, no, they're just no. they're such giving mm. people like yeah. that. They wouldn't have thought twice about doing yeah. that at all. Yeah. Wow. Mm. 
That's amazing. It was. It was. It was wonderful. They um, they just wanted to talk about the Lord, so it was really lovely to just sit with them and just talk about the Lord the whole time. Mm. And yeah, they'd always come and find you in the tent, wouldn't they, when we were at the rally, and it was good. Tell me about the rally. So you've got 30,000 people there just all sitting on the ground? Yes, all Big sitting on the ground. Um, there's probably, don't move. They just they don't sit. Move. They just sit and, and uh, when it gets really hot, they put up their umbrellas. Yep. Which is then, a beautiful picture. Yeah, it's, it's just, just all, colour. But they beautiful. sit there for hours and hours and they just don't move. They're just enthralled. Mm. Um, so then they, they have um, a few different provinces come up and do some choruses with the tambourine girls. And then they'll have um, a few uh, talks from some of the leaders and the pastors. Some uh, We had other um, people there, some from America, some from Fiji, some from um, Perth, you know, all around Adelaide, as well Canada. as Australia, Canada, America. New Zealand. Yeah. So they would give a talk um, and then right at, towards the end, Pastor Godfrey would get up and do... Um, the altar call, what he calls the altar call, which goes for, you know, in our meeting goes for what, two minutes or three minutes to call people up for prayer. His goes for half an hour because people are just coming from everywhere. Um, and that goes for half an hour while he waits for everyone to, to come out and there's probably, uh, it's hard oh, to say hundreds, how many, hundreds. thousands, mm. thousands of people come out yeah, for prayer. You have so, a prayer line for us and it's like one row. The <laughs> prayer line for them is just till the eye can see. Yep. It's just amazing. And so this is where you know, uh, leaders in the church come mm-hmm. and pray for those that need a healing yes. or want to receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Or so a lot of people something. have a lot of difficulties over there, mm. a lot of issues with um, walking, like leg, feet, you know, um, paralysed. A lot of people Sores. in wheelchairs, lots of people with crutches and sticks that can't walk properly. Blindness. Blindness. They bring those to the front and seat, seat them. Yep. Um, and then everyone else is standing behind and then the brethren go through, lay hands on them, pray in the spirit. So, um, just, like, just like it talks about. Yep, in, just in, like in, in Acts. New Testament, yeah. yeah, Acts chapter 2. You know, you just see it all happening before your, before your eyes and... We locked eyes with, you know, like with certain people and you try and watch their story all the way through. Like, so I tried to, you know, focus on one person and see if I could follow that person's story through. So I did that a couple of times, which Mm. was really amazing because my prayer before I went over and the why I wanted to go was that I said to the Lord, I'd love to see with my own eyes a miracle of um, someone blind being able to see or... Someone lame walking or, you know, somebody, (laughs) you know, any of those things, you know, someone mute that talks. And um, praise the Lord, I saw all of those things. All of those things. And and I I was happy to see one and I saw saw all of them. Wow. So it was crazy. Wow. And so that was... You saw them that... You saw that actually happen in the prayer line. Yeah. So can you give me an example of... Okay, so one in particular that we we were watching a gentleman, he would have been, oh, 
it's hard to tell ages over there, yeah. but he, he um, had an older boy and a younger boy with so him. Yeah, he was in a wheelchair. He he was groaning. He couldn't. Um, we didn't know at the time, but he was actually couldn't speak. Right. Okay. But he was groaning, and these two kids, or the the younger kid and the older kid, were looking after him so well. Like the love that these boys had for this man, whether he was a grandfather or father, we don't know. Um, but they, they were caring for him, giving him drinks and and all these things, and um, he couldn't move his arms, he couldn't move his legs. Anyway, so we were watching. Uh, you know, I guess my attention was focused on him because of the boys. Like mm. they sort of um, were showing great care for this man. Yep. So um, the prayer line happened and the prayer goes for about half an hour. So it's not, a quick, it's not a quick thing, but they prayed with him for around about half an hour. Um, I then got up and I walked around to the other side to see people coming in to get baptised. And as I came around, that he was um, standing and they had his wheelchair up and he was walking. Wow. So they were holding his wheelchair up. They were holding his wheelchair. Like a trophy Like, we don't need this anymore. We'll throw this over here. And that wheelchair stayed on the ground for quite a while um, afterwards. But he was walking towards me and I captured him on video. And um, he was walking quite slowly, as you can imagine. Um, Found out later he hadn't walked for many, many years, like a long time. Wow. And he stopped and he had two brothers, one on each side of him. And one of the brothers said, uh, we'll get you a chair. And he, he turned around and he looked at him and he said, I don't want a chair. I want to walk. <laughs> so he not only walked, but he spoke. Wow. And that hadn't happened for a long time. Mm. We also found out later that he'd been in the prayer line three times in a row. And this was the third day that he'd gone and he got his healing and he got he then got baptized. He obviously received the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues as well, mm. as did uh, the, the young boy, boy oh, okay. that was wow. with him. We're not too sure about the older boy. We're not yeah. sure about him, but the young boy definitely received the Holy okay. Spirit as well. Cool. So that was you can't beat that. So he talked and walked from someone who hadn't done that for many many years. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty good. What did you think? What, what was what was going on inside when you saw this happen? Well, to be honest, my spirit was just tingling. Yeah. Like I, I was just tingling. Like it was quite emotional, a bit teary really. Mm-hmm. And um, I just really, just to feel God's love going through the people and seeing his miracle and, and seeing the Bible come to life. Yeah. Like that, like it does happen here, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm but, but it does it, happen, but you don't see it firsthand. You hear about it, but to actually, and you've experienced it. I've experienced things mm. too that I know that only the Lord could do. But to actually firsthand see somebody who couldn't walk and couldn't talk and in a, that moment just get up and do those two things, it, it was amazing. Mm. And you see it on such a grand scale. Like, it's, mm. not it's not just one. He's yeah. one. He's another yeah. one. That's exactly one. right. And so I think People that's blind becomes... were seeing and it was it, it was just amazing. And and you've got to – people, t- you know, around you were still praying, so you still got that buzz of the spirit still, mm. you know, being pro- you know people receiving around you as these things were happening. Happening, it was just, yeah, it was amazing. Cool. It was very cool. And yeah. so they have they have a few sort of baptism tanks there, I imagine. Uh, the first few first areas. two days they didn't have baptism tanks. They loaded everybody into the back of pickup trucks. Okay. 
um, and took them to a area probably around about 20, 25 minutes away from where the rally was and baptised them in a creek um, or river. It was actually more than a creek, it was a river. And, of course, they would be baptising two or 300 people at a time yeah, um, so one up, one wave after the other would go out and, and get baptised and then they'd all come out and stand up to one side. And I think what amazed us the most was the fact that these people who had only just received the Holy Spirit or just got baptised just stood there where they were told to stand because they knew that something good was happening to them. You know, whereas I I don't even think you could do that here. You know, like people would be asking questions and going, what about this, what about that? They just, they have this real, straight away you'd see that real joy and they were starting to sing choruses Mm. that they probably didn't know the words to but they just wanted to join in Mm. Um, and then they would pray with them again um, to either confirm that they'd received the Holy Spirit or those sometimes received there and then after being baptised. We have such a short attention spans here, yep. don't we? We are yep. just hopeless. I mean, you try and get someone to sit down for 20 minutes and either have a conversation without checking a phone or doing this or doing that. Yep. And over there, you know, with them sitting down in the rally and sitting for hours upon hours at a time mm. and just mm. not you know, just Puts soaking it shame. all in. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> that's just that's our lifestyle. That's, I mean, that's not That's not yeah. to do with our church or anything yeah. like that. That's just no. the nature of people these days. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so then uh, after a couple of days, they did bring a couple of um, baptism tanks in and had them out the back of the rally. So they were baptising people all day after that. Mm. Um, And then obviously the big amount at the end of the day. So, and all their their names are taken. So they find out where they are, where they're from. And so they'll all be followed up, Mm. which, you know, in the end, there was uh, 1,810 baptisms. So that's uh, no, it's amazing. <laughs> One thousand eight hundred ten baptisms. Yeah, so that over was a space in what, what five, four, six days. Yeah, five four days. or five days. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's so amazing. that and Pastor Godfrey says that's the beginning. Mm. Like from that, they will get a lot more because well, because you imagine all of those people. Yeah, families. You know, they're not. You know, I'm sure some of them are there because their friends have you know have received mm. the Holy Spirit yes. and baptized and come to our church. But I imagine that's just a lot of observers who have never been. So then they go back to their village. Correct. Tell and their, their family. family. And yes. their family. Uh, yeah, yeah and so, so it's a... it's a that, And that's why I think um, in PNG it works so well over there because they have such a um, close bond with their families. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's, a, it's a definite village atmosphere. So their families are all around the same area. Mm. So, yeah, they become a tribe of yep. the, you know, revival centres becomes the, their tribe and, yeah. and they... Yeah, family follow. Yeah, okay. Wow. That's yeah. pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is very cool. Yeah. Would you go again? Absolutely. Yeah? In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat? Mm. Next year? Love to. <laughs> <laughs> Love to go. It's at Vanamo next year. So, um, so where's Vanamo? Vanamo's further up, but on the other side, okay. near Lay, like uh, on the same side as Lay, but further up. And uh, one of the sisters that actually we met from Sydney, mm-hmm. she was born in Vanamo. Okay. Um, oh, that's um, Caro, Sister Caro. Yeah, yeah, so she's, she's she was lovely. begging everyone to come because it's <laughs> sure her because it's her home her home province. So and, and their colour is purple, and I love purple. So. <laughs> so, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of green, Garoka was green. Yes, it was. <laughs> Two ladies travelling, you know, together. Did you, and I know when we were there, I mean, Papua New Guinea is a pretty dangerous place. 
generally often, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and it's not often, you, you often don't see it, but uh, we actually, I remember when we were there, we met a security consultant who worked with uh, companies on their security protocols, and he said Papua New Guinea can be as dangerous a place as anywhere uh, around the world. I never felt that when I was there, surrounded by no. 30,000 people yes. who were bonded by the Holy Spirit. I just felt safe and comforted. Mm. The, care, the care of the brethren over mm. there is amazing. They would never let either, anyone, male or female, walk anywhere on their own. If you decided to go for a walk, you soon discovered... You know, <laughs> some built people, in secret some service, built in secret service, <laughs> following you. Like, um, we had a brother uh, Leo who looked after us as the overseas saints, and he took us everywhere in a bus. And if we wanted to stop at, say, a supermarket, he would tell us, um, you know, be careful, keep your bags at the front, yep. you know. And you'd walk in, and there'd be security guards on the front of the yep. supermarket. So yeah, it's very different to to back here, but I never felt. Yeah. Unsafe it's because uh, it didn't matter where you opposite. went, we felt loved. Yeah, yeah. felt very loved. That's cool. And it was amazing when we went to the supermarket. You go to the checkout, and there'd be a sister in the checkout serving you. Okay, you know, <laughs> and then she'd ask you how it was going, and you know, and, and you, yeah. So there was always someone, even though they weren't in your group. They, you'd always meet somebody that was in the mm. fellowship as well mm. that you could chat to. Probably the only time that was a little bit different was when we went across to the food market, the outdoor market. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah, the first day. The very first, first day time. we went over there, and I think we were probably a little bit naive as well, but mm -hmm. um, we had, had lots of brothers with us. Um, but because it was the first time that they had also, a lot of people had seen us, we cr created a lot of stir as you walked around because we were the white people in their market um, and you felt like you were being watched but not in a bad way. It just it just felt like... It's probably not it something was, you're ever used no, to. Like, you, was, you don't it, walk down the street and people hear yeah. it. It was later people. in the day too and um, like Brother Leo said, it, it wasn't the best time of the day because mm. a lot of them had been sitting around for a long time yeah. doing whatever they do yeah. and, yeah, better to go earlier in the morning mm. when they're still... Yeah. In a better way, <laughs> but they like but we, to, we they, they watch you because they it's something different yeah. because you're mm. a white person. Yeah. So yeah, they got kind used of, to us. In they the did, end, didn't and, they? and you know it was good. Yeah. So are you on a bit of a recruitment drive to get people from Adelaide to go again? Oh, I'd I'd love to go I'd again. I'd recommend it. Yeah, I, I reckon I, I think, young people should go and yeah. experience. I that. think we should get a group of youngies. Yeah. Um, mm. Do some do some um, you Fundraisers. know fundraisers to get mm. their money to get over there but mm. I think it would do everyone I think everyone should go at least once yeah. to mm. experience it because I think talking about it's great but until you actually go you, don't, uh, you just, don't understand no. it until you see it and experience it for yourself mm. Mm. you've got to go with the right reasons too you've got yep. to go there to know that you're going to see God's work absolutely and open your heart to it and um, you, you it'll change your life mm. it's, that's a guarantee if you, if you, uh, yeah, if you're open to it, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I know that we went with my daughter, who was she would have been maybe 19 at the time, and her now fiance, who was then boyfriend, and their family, and you could just see, you know, from with within within them just the change that yeah. uh, that they just understood just the power of God even more than they'd understood mm. it before. So yeah, it's yes. pretty cool. Yeah, very good. So how many uh, people from Australia were there? 
Um, well, the overseas contingent uh, that went, there would have been about 30 of us. Mm-hmm. Um, out of that, there was probably 25 uh, from Australia. Okay, yeah. And there's, the, there's a few regulars that go, aren't there? Like there are some regulars. Sister Nancy from mm-hmm. Adelaide who goes every year. Every year. Every year. And also um, a few others from up uh, Elizabeth and Galloway mm. that have gone a few times. That's right. Yeah. Sister Nancy amazes me. She's not. Uh, she's not a spring chicken. No, and um, she, she never sits down. She never sits still. She, she, she just away. walks. She's just she walks she's around amazing. and tapes people's testimonies yeah. um, all day. That's and what writes, she does yeah. and writes yeah. uh, out their testimonies. I lost her one day. We I lost her up with her. <laughs> Yeah. She's, not very, she's not very tall either. No. Right? So you can lose her in the crowd. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we left her behind one day. Yeah, well, we're saying we didn't leave her behind. We did it deliberately, we tell her. Yeah. She giggled. She found a lift home. The brethren looked after her and yeah. drove her back to the room. She's pretty, well, she's never she's pretty inspiring. Oh, she's very. She's and she, she she says to me, oh, do I stay and get more test means or do I come and watch the baptism? She goes, it's it's yeah. a hard choice. <laughs> she, she knew that we, had, we were leaving her because she decided to stay back. But yeah. we were so excited to go and see the baptisms. It wasn't until it was like... Hey, we're here. Where's Nancy? We knew she'd be safe yeah. in a room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was her choice to stay behind. But so but many that's what she does. She just see, loves it, you know. And 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 there was uh, another time. I'll let Louise tell her about this uh, in the prayer line. Yeah, the boy, little boy. Yeah, yeah. That was um, it was um, myself, uh, Sister Julie Cowan, and Liz sitting on the ground just um, in front of the prayer line. <clears throat> and there was a little boy who um, I would I would say roughly around the 9, 10 mark, yeah, say so. between 8 and 10. And it was quite obvious that he had a disability and autism definitely. And um, he, was, he was on the ground, he was screaming... He couldn't handle the noise. He couldn't handle the people around him. He couldn't handle anyone touching him. Even when his mother tried to console him, he just couldn't handle it. It was just too much for him. It was actually um, the three of us just sat and we we silently just cried watching this little boy and um, we didn't say a word to each other but we could feel each of us just fervently praying and we just really pressed in and just really talked to the Lord. And my prayer was, you know, Lord, just calm this little boy down so they can pray with him. And um, a lot of brethren came and put their hands and he would try and bite. He was biting everybody and he was pushing them away. He wouldn't let anyone touch him. And just to see him on the ground just, you know, like trying to get away, it was just, it was horrible. And um, then... um, Eventually I opened my eyes and um, he was sitting on his mother's lap and Pastor Manuel from Darwin came up and put his hand and he, he was a little bit like like trying to push him away and eventually Pastor Manuel held his hand and prayed with him and he calmed right down. And he just sat on his mother's lap and just let let him be... He let Pastor Manuel pray and he just calmed and it was it was... The three of us, you could just see us go, praise the Lord. Mm. You know, that little boy, like, you know, 
if anybody knows a child with autism, they don't just calm down like that. The noise was still really loud. It was still very, very... Um, the conditions were still not appropriate for a boy with autism. Mm. And But the Lord just calmed this little boy and he, he... Yeah, he sat beautifully in his mother's arms while they prayed. And, and out of all the miracles that I saw in Papua New Guinea, that to me was the one that hit me the hardest to see... The, the Lord work on this little boy and just give him a little give him peace. Mm. I don't know whether he'd been healed of his autism, but I know that the Lord had calmed him down. You saw you saw mm. something miraculous oh, happen there. And amazing. Then. Well, the it mother was the mother was baptized. She yes. she went to get and got baptized and I think, after that yes after that so she obviously mm. saw something too. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a. It was amazing. I mean, they would have thought that this child probably was possessed. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what they think. And they, it, she would have gone to witch doctors and all sorts of things to try mm, and get imagine. some uh, help for this child. But, um, you know, just the prayer wow. of the Lord completely calmed him from thrashing around and screaming on the ground to sitting on him, his and biting, lap. Just trying to bite everybody to yep. get them away because he was just and kicking them himself. And, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty it amazing. Was, it, it was amazing. We had tears. <laughs> oh, we did. We did. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks heaps for sharing your story. There's we one other thing one too. Other thing. Um, oh, do you know what? I reckon we could sit here. Yeah, we could. Oh, what what mentioned... do you reckon we can get a record of? Most of our podcasts so far have been about 30 minutes. I reckon we can probably go for a couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> probably could. But. Liz at the start mentioned the man at the campsite and how he wasn't in the fellowship. Okay. But at the end of the um oh, this rally, is the guy that owned the land. Owned the land of the campsite, yes. Brother Jerry from Fiji. Yes, and Pastor Godfrey. And Pastor Godfrey went out and spoke to the man and he received... Uh, yes. The Holy Spirit, the evidence yes. of speaking in tongues, got and baptized. got baptized, wow. and gave the fellowship the land. <laughs> so really? yes. praise the Lord. Wow. Yeah, turned around to Pastor Godfrey yeah. and says, uh, "I give you my land. Wow. It's yours. It's yeah. the church." As soon as he got the peace of the Lord, he knew that it was the truth. He yeah. knew it was the right way, and he knew it was the right thing wow. to do. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that was just. And it's a massive, massive amount of land. I mean, yeah. they had fifteen thousand. People, mm. you know, or more thirty thousand mm. people 30, living yeah. on that land. Mm. So yeah, so just just all those miracles that happen all the time over and, there. And there's many yeah, more many, that many we more. haven't spoken oh, yeah. about, obviously. But yeah, mm. it's good. Good stuff. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. Well, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to finish with the scripture. I think Liz, you're going to share your favourite scripture for us. Yes. So my favourite scripture and has been for a long time is Romans eight twenty eight. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. That's great. All right. Well, I hope, uh, listeners, that you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Uh, you can find us on www.revivalontheairtoday.com or search up uh, Revival on the Air Today in your favourite podcast app. Thanks for listening. Uh, And until next time, God bless. Bye.